You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These jalapeno poppers are so good. <laughs> hey, I'm Brandon. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. And this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, you know, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us in many different ways. Name one, Travis. Email. Name two, Travis. Facebook. That's only one. You failed. You have to say Facebook <laughs> and say, Twitter. I have to say two? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. you got me on it's that It's cumulative. One. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll see myself out then. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get in touch with the show, you can send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. And, of course, Hua. our Hua. Twitter. What? What? At Apathusiast. Apathusiast. Um, there's if some other got, ways to get a hold of us. I, right. I think we'll get into that a little bit later here. Um, you check us out on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys use Reddit, just go look up like a subreddit about podcasting yeah. and tell all the Redditors about Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yeah. Because we have not been doing a good j- job of Just that. look up uh, Amageddon and, uh, you know, ask me anything and you'll see that uh, that lady was fired. Have you seen that? It's like the CEO or something? No, no, no. There's a... So, like, the community liaison, she was fired from Reddit. She was the one who, like, did all the the AMAs. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Reddit fired her. And so now, like, a bunch of people are protesting, and I've seen a a couple of good memes out there. Like the... the Gotta love a good meme. (laughs) Like the the dirtbag. There's, like, a dirtbag meme where it's, like, uh, sets up... Famous scientists, heroes, pres- acting presidents, and then the the below part is gets fired. So. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's funnier when you have like a dirtbag picture on it. Well, I mean, I mean, a well, meme doesn't translate well in podcast form. It just, you don't it you don't know that. I Guys, don't. hit us up on Facebook or Twitter <laughs> and let us know if memes <laughs> <laughs> if they translate well via audio. <laughs> Um, we got a good show for you today. Uh, you particularly are very fired up because I think uh, we are going to be covering something that, uh, dare I say, is is near and dear to your heart. I would say near and dear. Yeah, I would yeah. say. I would say. I would say more near and dear than my wife and child are near and dear to me. Okay, well then, yeah, that's probably safe to say it's near and dear. And I would go back in time and re- and say that again. All right. Hey. <laughs> 
Um, this week, that was me going back to in, in okay. honor of the recently released Terminator Genesis, we will talk all things Terminator. All things. On Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, you have seen the new film. I have. I have not. I plan to see it in the next 24 hours. <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, I can't, we weren't, aren't filming 24 hours from, or we aren't recording 24 hours from now. And, and you know what? That's your right as an American. That's right. You celebrate your independence <laughs> by watching Terminator. That's right. I will. Um, but yeah, so so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the entire uh, set of films and then also get into your review of Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who didn't rush out and see it in the first six days. <laughs> uh, I would have seen it Tuesday, actually, but I, I realized far too late that... Um, I could have seen it on Tuesday, like, <laughs> like you know, on Wednesday. Since, yeah. No, well, since we're in Hawaii, you know, everything since, uh, the movie releases at midnight, um, well, that means it releases at like seven o'clock here in Hawaii on, on Tuesday, which I don't know if that's like a legit thing or not that they, but <laughs> for whatever reason, people in Hawaii like see movies like in the evening, the day before they're supposed to come out. Yeah. And Which I'll take. So, so I'm real mad about that. But um, it it's actually a benefit because Dave and Buster's is right next to the theater, and it's half price Wednesdays. So you know, I, I got I got to play my game. It's perfect. I could, could it's I, the perfect all by yourself alone date night. Got, got to get my game on. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll start out a little bit with a sort of a, a summary of the Terminator films, a little bit of the history. Uh, anything you want to say right off the bat, I, you set up a very compelling uh, f- photo op when I came <laughs> in today. Uh, guys, when we check this out, you go out, you go out to our, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter this Tuesday. I'm going to, I want to show you, I'm going to show you the goods, so to speak. <laughs> The, the the Terminator swag, if you will. <laughs> yeah, Terminator swag. So we, uh, Travis and I, are both uh, subscribed to Loot Crate. At, yes, we we've uh, talked about Loot Crate a little bit on the show in in previous episodes. But. And and this month, what the theme was cyber, and admittedly, we were both kind of like uh, right. cyber. Oh god. <laughs> um, but when it came, ah, uh, I was actually I was pretty stoked because. It comes with a uh, Terminator head. Yeah, it's like, like a, a replica <laughs> skull of, of like the T-800 or something. And the computer chip that they take out of the T-800. As soon as I find a vat of molten-like metal, I'm tossing it in. Don't do it. Get, can't do, get rid of it. Don't do it. Because if you do that, <laughs> then Judgment Day will never happen. <laughs> and then you'll never be able to... To have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me disappearing into the time stream. <laughs> okay um all right so terminator movies yeah, I've, I've that's always I mean, been a fan we're joking about it right now but that is something that is pretty much consistent through almost all of the time or all of the terminator movies is the idea of time travel and the the complexities that <laughs> No one is going to hear you pouring your beer. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. You're, you're totally cool. Don't worry. Nobody. nobody <laughs> Let's go back in time and, and change that. <laughs> um, 
But starting with the first movie, uh, time travel has been pretty much key in all of these films. I I guess except for uh, Terminator Salvation, because that kind of runs on a, on a linear linear track after Judgment Day, so that they don't really bounce back uh, into any time traveling nonsense. Right, right, and we'll 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 get into that. But you know, let's just go ahead and start. Let's just go ahead and start with Terminator One. All right. It wasn't officially called Terminator 1 um, because the sequel wasn't actually released until 1990 or 1991. I I don't think James Cameron had any intention of making a sequel originally. Um, His first sequel was actually Piranha 2, (laughs) um, and he probably didn't have a, a great experience with that. But anyway, so Terminator. I remember watching that movie with my uncle and my brother. Okay. Right, and I'm I'm maybe like six, seven years old, and they went through and counted how many times, oh, how many people were were shot in the police scene, okay, like the police station. Yeah. All right. What they did with that information is then they went to Terminator Two, and there's there's this part in Terminator Two where they talk about how many people were murdered in this police station in ter- in the original Terminator. Okay. Um. And it never it never added up right. So there were there were some bodies that were <laughs> murdered in in the original Terminator that, that we don't see. I mean, it's that possible that they were killed off camera. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, it, we we assume for some you know behind the scenes fatalities when it, you have a Terminator running. Around. It, it it is it is possible, but you know this uh, what that uh, I bring that up because there's this whole throughout Terminator One, Terminator Two, Terminator Three, and Salvation. I won't get into Genesis yet. There's this, there's this thought of callbacks to um, the movies before, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we we talk, you know, I, I just mentioned the the police thing. There's the every single preview you've seen for any Terminator. There's the callbacks, just the one liners, like "I'll be back." Yeah, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll you know, there's definite one liners and and sort of just themes that happen. I'll be back, all that stuff that just, you know, yeah. they're in all the movies. Even when it, like, doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, yeah. they're like, well, all right, we, we said this one. We said, we still haven't said the, the, the other thing, so we should probably, we haven't shown the picture of Sarah Connor yet, so yeah. let's find a way to write that into the script. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, do, do, you, do you want help out to your car, sir? Yeah, I will, but, oh, I forgot my wallet in the car. Don't worry. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nailed it. Nailed nailed it. James Cameron's like, cut. Let's just finish the movie here. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I just read an article. We're going back to Terminator now. I just read an article about how Terminator is somehow related to John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, all right. Um, just the, the silent, not necessarily silent, but... They're just like the the unstoppable killing machine. No, yeah, that, that makes sense. The Michael Myers kind of relentlessly yeah. pursuing pursuing his victim. And that and that and that was Arnold in the first one. You know he, yeah. you know there was there was no comedy in the first movie. It was it was much more of a horror movie than it was um, kind of an action or suspense. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too, especially and I guess this should have been explained early on but we are going to talk about the first four terminator movies um if you haven't seen them 
spoilers may come up, but you know, do yourself a favor, go out and watch those movies. That's what I did all week. <laughs> <laughs> the only spoiler we won't get into is Genesis. Right. I, yes. That'll be that'll be as spoiler free as possible for uh, those who haven't seen it. So I feel like the first movie, like with Arnold being the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Um and and he's played a lot more seriously, I guess. It's also a very early Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, so yeah. his his acting chops weren't weren't up to the level <laughs> that they are in yeah. such such modern films as I don't know, Kindergarten Cop and uh, Last Action Hero. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but he definitely does play that like relentless bad guy that's pursuing Sarah Connor. And um, Yeah, you'd seen Terminator before, right? I'd, I'd seen the first two Terminator movies um, a long time ago. Um, I had not seen... Uh, Genesis, or no, I'm sorry, not Genesis, obviously not Genesis. It r- Rise of the Machines and Salvation. Right, yeah, I had to watch those this week. But oh. I did go through and rewatch all four to kind of get in the right headspace right. for this discussion. Upon rewatching the first one, what what were your thoughts? Um, I, There's some, I guess, in this, I, I did a lot of comparing, I think, mm-hmm. as, as I was rewatching it and thinking about the other movies and thinking about sort of like we talked about those one-liners that jump out a lot. Um, Yeah. And also (laughs) I guess because I'm spoiled uh, by a CG uh, movie industry now, (laughs) I I just thought a lot about like the effects and things just, it's such an eighties movie really that it's uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton's hair. (laughs) It's, It's it's off. It's, the, it's off the chain. It's huge. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's a. I mean, it's still. It stands up as a good movie. I mean, it's a good movie. It's a yeah. good action suspense movie. Not necessarily horror per se, maybe, but it's definitely you know an intense action movie. I think. Yeah, yeah. I you know, I guess that's my my earliest experience with like horror films and and um, you know. Murders, <laughs> murder, um, and just the thought of like, oh, sh- oh, crap! There is a machine that is it is it's not stopping, and somehow it mimics uh, my mother's voice in Big Bear. Uh, it's 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 coming. Yeah, it is coming strong. <laughs> <laughs> Turbulent. Um, the other thing, and I think this is an issue just for me personally uh-huh. with any movie that tackles time travel yeah but i am constantly looking for the paradoxes the, and the, the paradoxes the 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 parasox if you will that <laughs> that's just like okay how how does this work where does that originate how, uh I, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier um in the week but uh back to the future uh deals with time travel a slightly different way yeah um where they, when they almost create like uh multiple universes like they 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 do like time's not like they're if you make a change that doesn't necessarily change all time it you know there's a certain amount of leeway i guess in in the back to the future right and i basically when i'm when i'm watching the first terminator and you have um go ahead do you want to 
Do you want to just No, wait? he's he's there. By the way, guys, my dog is here and he's <laughs> he's drinking water. I just want to I just want you to know that as as we continue <laughs> just, talking just about so people don't think you're like <laughs> feverishly drinking your beer at the I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I'm so so thirsty. Um but yeah, so so John Connor sends back uh what's his name? I'm terrible with names. Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese, right? Uh who spoiler alert if you haven't seen the first Terminator or any Terminator for that matter, uh, hooks up with Sarah Connor. Hooks up with her. And Bang. Uh, the result is John Connor. Bangs her. Uh, the leader. Bangs her till the sun comes <laughs> up, they say. Weren't they like under a bridge or something? <laughs> like No, no, no. They, no, they, that was in the hotel they didn't, room. They didn't that bang was... underneath the bridge. They just, no. they just hit out under the bridge. No, they, they were... Uh, uh, Kyle Reese and her were making uh, pipe bombs. Yes. And then they're like, you know what? You know what makes me horny? <laughs> Pipe bombs. Effing pipe bombs. <laughs> They're so phallic. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he exploded inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just boom, you know. Boom goes it's judgment way. day right there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so for me, you know, I I get wrapped up in this idea that okay, this guy that existed in the future and was yeah. into the past is then responsible for creating John Connor, which then gets this whole cyclical thing going in my head where I'm like, well, what if he doesn't do that later on? Like, what if, like, is time, like, locked in this? Like, it, are, is it everything inevitable? Can they not change anything because right. it all has to happen that way for other stuff? Or, you know, which I think is kind of a theme throughout, and, and they even talk about it, I think, in the third Terminator movie. Uh, Rise of the Machines, where there, where Judgment Day is inevitable, right? Like yeah. John Connor in that movie is like, no, we stopped it. We we took down. Oh man, don't then, don't don't get don't get too far ahead of yourself. All right, here, all right. Travis. I'll slow down. I'll you know, down. here's here's the problem with time travel, right? You know, you, we we start we start with the root. We start with the root, and it just takes us all over the place, which sure. is how we end up in T three, <laughs> and then talking about salvation, and then back to Terminator two, and then Terminator. Let's let's try to do this as linear as possible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I mean, you're right though. You're absolutely right. I mean, they they do talk about that in Terminator <laughs> Three. You know, here's the thing. Terminator Two, Terminator. They establish these these the the root paradox here. The root catalyst of the paradox is Kyle Reese goes back in time and bangs Sarah Connor. Let's just throw that out there. He bangs Sarah Connor. That screws everything up. So in, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion and maybe my theory, and maybe I'll write a screenplay <laughs> about this, but you know. Look out for the sixth Terminator movie <laughs> written by Brandon Cruz. If, if, if I were to write a Terminator film, I know we're not, we're not talking about the movies anymore. <laughs> if I were to write a Terminator film, what I would do is have it be a prequel to all the Terminator films. Okay. Okay. Right. And what I would do is I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about the TX in Terminator Three. I wouldn't talk about the the T five thousand, which is in Terminator Genesis. I wouldn't do a lot of these things. What I would do is talk about the initial timeline, which I feel exists, and that isn't a, a, a timeline where Kyle Reese. There is no Kyle Reese. Sarah Connor just living her regular life. She hooks up with some some guy. She finds out her waitressing job, right? Mm-hmm. 
bangs the hell maybe, out of Maybe him. she goes to the movies by herself. Yeah. Meets meets a strapping meets, young lad. Meets Mr. Wright. He's selling her popcorn, right? <laughs> He's like, hey, do you want to supersize that? And she's like, sure, I would. He's like, I can super supersize that. She's you, want like, a, you want extra butter on that popcorn? <laughs> and she's like, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, it, it's your penis. I'm picking up your. We have no fate, but what we make. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so they have relations. She gets pregnant by this unknown guy, and then she has a a son. Yeah, named John Connor. Right. This is the initial timeline. John Connor somehow meets Kate Brewster from Terminator Three: Salvation. They get married. They survive Judgment Day. Right. He becomes the leader of the resistance, and so he's he's doing all this stuff. He's fighting the, the the war. He's winning. And then he finds out that the Terminators are sending things back in time. So then he he has his lieutenant, Kyle Reese, just just happens to be there. Just unsuspecting Kyle Reese. Exactly. Sends him back, right? Sends him back. <sighs> Gotta go back in time. What John Connor doesn't realize is that in this first timeline, Kyle Reese is now going to bang his mom. <laughs> And create the grandfather paradox that we all know and love in the Terminator series. I, th- I think this is where you and I might disagree potentially on on how the universe of Terminator should work. Okay. Because I think in my head, Reese always has to go back. But you, but you can't. You can't do that. You can't always have Reese go back because there has to be an initial father of john connor there has to be you can't have so this, this is this is gonna put our listeners to sleep if we start breaking <laughs> down time travel I, but i definitely think i think and i think it's my my idea of um I, I guess like if time was just on one line and and it anything you change in that line like exists sure but reese is always going back to that point like that point in terminator one that that chunk of the line mm-hmm. always exists that same way so for so for you time is constant sure that doesn't apply to the terminator universe okay right all right so you have terminator all right uh terminator gets sent back to 1984 tries to take out sarah connor does not succeed kyle reese impregnates her or whatever blah 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 done all right t2 that's that's one timeline and then john connor's born and then he goes skynet blah 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 sends calories back all right then another timeline where now t800 goes back to 94 or sorry 90 91 and then um the t1000 goes back there as well tries mm-hmm. to kill boy john connor doesn't succeed then they go to judgment day or, which is now changed, right? Judgment sure. Day has changed. Changes to 2003. Well, at, at, in, in Terminator 2, Judgment Day is still supposed to be the same. It's not until they... Well, uh, that's what I'm saying, Terminator right. 3. Okay, Terminator 3, it's a, a different Judgment Day. Yeah. So, so based off the logic in the Terminator series, time isn't constant. So it has to change. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. So that that's that's, that's where I base my... My theory and my screenplay uh, coming to, soon to com- a theater <laughs> coming soon in 2018. Coming soon to a fanfic message board <laughs> near you. Uh, uh, okay, 
So time travel. It's complicated. It's weird. And it's all over all, all of these Terminator all, movies. All over the um, something else that eh, comes up every once in a while in a Terminator movie. Nuclear war. It's Meh. it's sort of a thing that that they refer to as Judgment Day. It is what it is. Yeah. Say um, lovey, they say. <laughs> uh, they avoid it once, possibly. Apparently, the Air Force has a lot to do with, um, I guess, because they hold most of our nukes. I mean, it just makes sense to give, yeah. give, give the Air Force some of the blame Wh- for Skynet. Whoever works for the Air Force, uh, it's your fault. <laughs> it's putting your, this on you guys. <laughs> it's your fault that we all die someday. The machines will take over because of government contracts. I just hope they leave Hawaii alone. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, Skynet. Do us a solid. Skynet's like, yeah, you know what? Let them they'll live their life on the island, you know, eating coconuts <laughs> and uh, hula, hula, dance. hula dancing. <laughs> um, okay, so something else. Uh, and this is sort of... It's not as um, consistent throughout Terminator Salvation. Yeah. But even then, it's I mean, it's still almost kind of there with with some of the characters. But there's this idea of a bad guy, typically the Terminator, and then some sort of protector. Yeah. So uh, going back to the first Terminator, Kyle Reese is that protector, and the Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator that is coming in to kill him, right? Or to kill Sarah Connor. Gotcha. T two. Now, all of a sudden, Arnold is the good guy, mm-hmm. and you have this T-1000 that is coming to kill John Connor, right? Sure. Uh, I kind of feel like that's... I mean, from a from a filmmaking standpoint, it's a, it's a good... What are you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> from a filmmaking standpoint, it is. Yeah, and, and there's... They do a good... I think as, as Arnold Schwarzenegger's career kind of progressed... It kind of made sense to be like, all right, let's make him the good guy and make him sort of like the, the hero figure in this. Yeah. And then we can kind of throw more baddies at him and, and still kind of keep that character consistent. Um, oh, I, I personally rank Terminator 2 as my, my favorite in yeah, the series. Agreed. Um, and I, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the way John Connor interacts with the T-800 and sort of builds a bond with him and things like that and and teaches him a little bit more humanity throughout the film. Right. Uh, So, so two, two things. Um, The first thing is, yeah, Terminator two that by, by far, by far the best one. Um, uh, The second thing is, have you seen the director's cut of Terminator two? I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, cause they, they add a lot of stuff as, um, with regard to the interactions between John Connor and, and the Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a, there's a scene in there. And if you remember the scene, then you'll have seen the director's cut They're They're at like a, a garage, right? And there, it's kind of a break in the action. Mm-hmm. And the Terminator has them go into his skull and they, they flip a switch and the switches basically allows him to learn things. Hmm. And okay. that's. And once they flip the switch, that's when they start, like, he starts telling them, like, the no problemo. And, yeah. And you, got, you, you can't just say, th- you got to say, like, hasta la vista, baby. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. W- the, 
flipping that switch gives more um, kind of uh, relevance to that interaction because yeah, yeah that makes a lot of because sense the Terminator is actually learning now. He's sure. a, mm-hmm. you know going beyond just his programming. What is that stuff coming out of your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I know now why you cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that said, and I and like I said, I did rewatch all the movies and 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 catch up on some of the ones I had missed. There were some things in the third Terminator movie that kind of bothered me. Okay, you being our a resident expert, I, w- I was wondering <laughs> if you could maybe help me out here. All right. Um. So John Connor's teaching the Terminator things and T2. Yeah. Uh, one of the things he teaches him is not just to bust up the, uh, the starter on a car, but maybe flip down the, uh, sun visor, check, check to see if the keys are there. Yeah. Right. You know, don't, don't always go the hard way. Sure. All right. Sure. So that's fine. Cool. It's great. Spoiler alert for the end of Terminator two. He, he dumps himself in some, <laughs> in some lava and is destroyed. Um, the f- one of the first things Arnold Schwarzenegger's character does when he comes back is is do that visor thing is does is does that visor thing yeah I what's up with that <laughs> I don't I don't disagree because and and, and there's another th- th- time where he like he's shooting up a, like a crowd of cops and they do like a scan and he doesn't kill any of them he just de- destroys all the cars right I so um. I have an answer for both of those. Okay. The first one, they they messed up. <laughs> <laughs> the the first one, the 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 visor, they were like, let's just let do let's do this callback. Throw it back. Yeah. The second one, it's, I, my suspension of disbelief is is far greater because Kate Brewster in the future can easily have said like, don't kill people you don't need to kill. Okay, that's a good point. You know, yeah. So, so that one I, I'm I'm far more forgiving of the the visor. You, you mentioned it to me before I watched it again, and so I was looking for it, and I was like, yeah, nah, that's yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a stretch. Just, that's a str- that's straight callback to to T two. Um, all right. I don't want to waste too much time, but mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to kind of extrapolate on from the first four films? Before we start talking about the new Terminator movie, um, so so the third film, all right. Really, I'll go ahead and start by saying the third and fourth films. It had been a couple of years, and so I thought to myself, like, I just let everybody else get to me and say, "Well, those movies suck," <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I hadn't seen them until this last week. Right. And and I know you didn't like uh, Terminator three and you just watched salvation tonight. I, I didn't, I, I, I want, I don't want to say I disliked it. Like I it just, there, it just, you didn't remember it. So it didn't, which means that you, it's not to Terminator you a memorable three. Film. Like there's a lot of things I dislike from just like a filmmaking. St- like I, I didn't think it was strongly written and a lot of things, but I feel like that story, that story that is covered in Terminator Three, yeah, is not only necessary but is is a good story and something that it's good for fans of the series to to see. Yeah, yeah. So in the third one, I thought they did a, a good job of you know kind of changing it up. Um, 
they had the TX, which is not necessarily necessary, <laughs> right? Sure. Um, but the TX wasn't there necessarily just for John Connor. It was there for the lieutenants of John Connor, the the support of John Connor in the future. And it had a larger mission. It wanted to take out like the whole group, right? Right. And so then you know, then it saw, then it found John Connor, and it's like, oh, you know what? On second thought, let me go ahead and do that. Primary objective, let's, right? Let's head to this direction. So I thought it had some good um, ideas in it, and then ultimately, the the moral of the story is that you know there is no fate but what we make. Not entirely true because Judgment Day happens regardless. Okay, yeah. Um, which is a very, it's a, I'd say it's a pretty cynical ending. <laughs> um, yeah, I I thought that the ending of that movie, where they're in the Crystal Palace or whatever, yeah. Um, like that was them being in there was almost supposed to be like, this is how John Connor becomes the leader of the resistance. Like there's all these outstations that are like, what do we do? What's going on? And John Connor's there saying, Hey, I'm John Connor and <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. Cause I've kind of been told about this my whole life. Right. And you leave that film going, all right. So that's, that's how he becomes the leader. of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Terminator Salvation comes along they're like oh wait no he's still just like a lower (laughs) yeah like officer in this resistance so so you just finished watching it like 20 minutes before we started this what were your thoughts it's so it's it's definitely a departure from all of the common themes that we talked about in Mm -hmm. the other terminator films you're not dealing with multiple timelines with time travel um, it really just picks up throughout this period post judgment day where yeah. they're fighting against Skynet. Um, as an action sort of sci-fi type of film, it's good. Um, but it's, it doesn't really kind of fit in the same category, like as far as themes of what the, what you would expect from another Terminator film. Yeah. Um, Again, I think it's neat to see sort of how that timeline all it's referenced in all the other Terminator films like what the resistance is like and they talk about it a lot. But actually filming sequences and and some of those battles I think it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. So I guess I I do again I mentioned not liking 3 and Salvation. Um, but then at watching them again, I'm like, you know, actually, they're pretty good movies. And Salvation is, is no exception to that. However, that Christian I, Bale's voice. I do. Ha- no, no. I, I actually I don't have I don't have a problem with his voice in this. I do have a few other problems, though. Um, they do have a co- few cool callbacks. The uh, you see how John Connor gets his famous scars. Okay. I'm going to tell you how I get these scars. <laughs> a Terminator clawed me in the face. <laughs> um, but there are a few issues. So when you go back to Terminator, Terminator 2, T3 even, you see the future, right? And in the future, it's always dark. They're, they're shooting lasers and shit. Pew, pew. Right? Just lasers all over the place. You go to Salvation, and 
it's like mini guns and just bullets. There, there's not a lot of actual like Advanced, laser battle. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, to be fair, I think the the vision of the future that we see in those other Terminator films is probably a point where John Connor is already in command. Sure. And what we see in Salvation is sort of his his rise to command, right? Yeah. So, sure, I guess technology could develop a little bit more at that point. Um, and, and I did think about that when I was finished, when I finished watching it with you tonight. Uh, but uh, still kind of like... Yeah, it should be a little bit more futuristic. Yeah. I mean, it's 2018. We, 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 I mean, we should all be shooting lasers in three years. <laughs> We've been waiting a long time to see... Um, what uh, the director, McGee, was planning to have a new trilogy, right? And among that trilogy is Laser Battles, Pew Pew. All right? Um, which is also, uh, side note, with this new trilogy that they wanted to do is why you didn't see the time travel stuff right away. Sure. Um, because they were going to bring that stuff up in a later sequel. And... Um, an interesting side note, the original script, if you guys haven't seen Salvation, sorry, spoilers abound. Um, so Marcus Wright is the pretty much the main character of the film, yeah. and he's a Terminator, but he's also half human. And at the end of the film, John Connor's heart's failing, blah, 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 and Marcus Wright's like, you know what? Here, take mine. Take my heart. And then John Connor survives with the heart of a half-human, half-Terminator. In the original script, Marcus Wright doesn't die. John Connor actually dies. And rather than John Connor going on to live, what they do is John uh, Marcus just takes on the persona of John Connor. And so there's kind of an interesting twist where it's actually a, a a Terminator who's leading the resistance against Skynet. Hmm. Yeah, that's... And then everything that happens from there on out, because you assume that he would still send Reese back and it, all that other stuff. Exactly right. Um, no, that's, a, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, not, not, not too many people know that, and, and honestly, I kind of wish they had kept that in. And, and initially, when I, when I first read about that, I was like, oh... Oh, not Stu. It's John Connor. How are you going to kill John Connor? But looking back on it, that would have been a very bold and actually, I think, great, great way to continue the series. It's almost like a Dread Pirate Roberts situation (laughs) where it's like, you know, there's no one John Connor. It's just, you know, John Connor takes in someone. Right. To kind of be his lieutenant for a while. And then eventually (laughs) he's like, all right. Listen, you're the new John Connor. Yeah. You got to keep it, moving. It's, it's like the... Your the, mom was Sarah Connor. Listen, <laughs> fate is what you make. Blah, blah, blah. I'll be back. Come with me. If you want it's like work. the cinema version of Batman, <laughs> right? You go from uh, you, Keaton <laughs> to Kilmer to Clooney to Bale. <gasps> Bale is Connor. Hey. Connor is Batman. Okay. Batman is Connor. <laughs> Uh, this is the point where I have to completely turn the show over to you. All right. As, as you review <laughs> the new film, Terminator Genesis in theaters. Now, what did you think? 
All right, so here's the deal with Terminator Genesis. We just talked about Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, and Terminator Salvation. Those movies don't apply in any way, shape, or form to this film. Throw them out. Throw them, throw them out. Um, initially, Terminator Salvation, they said, we're going to pretty much ignore the events of Terminator 3. But they didn't entirely. They, they talked about the, uh, the nuclear um, battery and the, the scar and Sarah Connor's leukemia. They cast a redhead as his wife. Yeah. I mean. Kate Brewster, Terminator Genesis, they don't count any of that. All right. And even some of the stuff that happens in Terminator uh, Salvation doesn't happen in Terminator Genesis the same hmm. way. Okay. All right. Um, so basically what happens is what we all know, the whole story, it's almost kind of a reboot. John Connor sends Kyle Reese back in time. But there's a uh, main difference that I can't get into here. But the timeline changes. Uh, I, th- I think we can say Sarah Connor is a little bit more aware of the situation at, at, at the time. Well, I, I'm talking about specifically the catalyst of what changes the timeline. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, yes. Sarah Connor becomes more aware of her situation because when she's a nine-year-old girl, she gets saved by a Terminator. All right. And it's... A young Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Arnie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And because we all know that Terminators are covered by a life skin. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like an actual skin. This Um, living tissue over cybernetic. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, He ages, which is why we have an old Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) A pushing 70 Terminator. (laughs) Um, So I've seen a lot of crappy reviews for the the film, and some of it is warranted. Uh, I got to be honest, though, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. And. You watch the the previews and you see all these cheesy callbacks again. Which I mean, you kind of I mean, we talked about it earlier, but you kind of have to have a lot of that stuff in a Terminator movie just because it's like fans expect it. Fans, yeah. It regardless of how poorly it's written into a script or how forced it is, when when a character says one of those lines or you see something from another film, it's kind of just like yeah, like mm, that, I, that's 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 Terminator stuff. Like, yeah, that's what that's kind of what makes it part of this whole series i I do want to digress just a just a smidge so the callbacks between terminator 2 and terminator 1 they were they were warranted right because james cameron's whole uh philosophy with that film was kind of subverting uh expectations sure okay for the film right but it was like subverting it sub subverting it in a way where it was like oh well oh now he's a good guy yeah, I think you, he's you saying go those same al- evil things, but now in a good way. You go through almost half of Terminator Two, not sure who the bad guy is. Right. It's right. not until he Arnold makes himself known as the protector of Sarah Connor and John Connor, really, um, that you don't know that he's the one that's that's come back to um, to right. kill right. either either one of them. Yeah. So, so so in T two, those callbacks are genuine. Sure. Right. As as you get in the the, the the sequels, they become less and less genuine, where they're just it just becomes a mockery. It's not important anymore. 
It's just like, well, let's just have callbacks for the sake of callbacks. In the Lego movie, uh, <laughs> what's her name says, "Come with me if you want to not die." <laughs> yeah. I mean, like these yeah. are, these are these are steeped in pop culture at this yeah, point. It, we know I these mean, lines. it's jokes. Um, anyway, so Terminator Genesis, uh, back back on this, they have those callbacks. They're not as bad as as I thought they would be, and there's actually a really cool. Um, what I would recommend for anybody who's going to see this film, watch the. F- Watch the first Terminator again. Just watch the first maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then go see Terminator Genesis. Because they they do they do almost kind of like a scene by scene, um, almost like recreation of, yeah, of the film. That's something I'd read a lot about was how the director basically had to recreate sequences that took place yeah. in the first film yeah. and, and make it look the same kind of you know, same yeah. se- sets, same, same, uh, situations that are happening. Yeah. Uh, there, there are like some specific scenes that are exactly the same. And I, when I was watching Genesis, I, I watched Genesis before I rewatched Terminator and I was like, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. Uh, because even though things are happening, happening a little bit differently, the situation's slightly different. There are still, things that happen the same sure okay um so i i thought that was that was really awesome um let's see overall i think uh i think our our number one fan bob carroll can attest to this (laughs) it was an enjoyable film and i would recommend it i would recommend it if you're a terminator fan damn the critics you know what you're getting into If if you if you label yourself as a terminator fan we're wasting our breath here because you've probably already <laughs> seen the film. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, the fact that you would recommend it, I think is, uh, is good enough for me to, to go and, uh, and check it out. Um, is there anything particularly that you didn't like or that, or that you kind of, you just kind of had to let that go kind of say, all right, that's, um, maybe I would say that, um, the original Terminator was, was scary, right? Okay. Yeah. And this isn't necessarily just the fault of Genesis, but the fault of all the sequels where the Terminators, they stopped being, they, they stopped being so antagonistic, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like. Arnold taking the, uh, the other Terminator and smashing him through walls. Okay. For like five yeah. minutes at a time. <laughs> like, okay, whoop, whoop de do. It's like, more like, over-the-top action than yeah. actual, like, suspenseful, scary yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's the correlation between, like, alien and aliens, you know? Where it's, one is a horror and one is an action. Okay. All right. And, and, and genesis you think is probably a little bit more action definitely more action yeah all right well if you've if you've gone out if you've seen uh terminator genesis we'd love to hear what you guys think and uh and you can do that on our facebook page or or hit us up on twitter or any other or private message us (laughs) (laughs) doesn't matter just just send us some (laughs) correspondence we're we're happy to accept carrier pigeon fuck it up (laughs) you know however you like to stay social (laughs) Uh, and, and speaking 
of social media. That- oh, before you go into social media, I do have one last comment about uh, Terminator Genesis. Okay. They, they kind of... So there's a commentary to be made about the connection we have to our phones and, and media. We've talked about the Internet of Things sure. in, in the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, Genesis kind of like, it kind of almost like beats you over the head like, <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are messing up. You guys are putting all your, your life on these phones and you're connecting everything? <laughs> what idiots. You guys are idiots. I kind of, I was kind of annoyed by that aspect of okay. it, like looking down, looking down on us for for doing that for for social media specifically. Yeah, it, it didn't make it didn't make like an interesting commentary on it. It was very much like <laughs> you guys, you kids with your hip hops and your bebops <laughs> and your rock steadies. It's sort of like how how my mom's <laughs> been in town for a couple of weeks and like if we're all like at dinner or something uh-huh. and I pull out my phone like I get the the look like <laughs> oh, I just wish we'd spend time together instead of you being on your phone. I really want to order this <laughs> lobster bisque but you're on your phone right now. <laughs> uh yeah, so let's talk about being social. Yeah, let's let's, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about our social media as it were. Um, yeah. So, I mean, social media has been around for ages. A, <laughs> eons. I, uh, I remember the cavemen uh, used to send yeah. tweets to each other with, <laughs> with cave paintings. Yeah. And the uh, Flintstones did it. They yeah, did, like sure. little, little parrot. And like, I think, I think realistically for me, and, and and we talk about internet social media as it's kind of evolved as the internet has grown and become sure. more popular. Sure. Um, there were some some early level social things that we kind of did. I mean chat. I mean you can talk about chat rooms. You can talk about message boards. We can. Yeah. Um, ASL. <laughs> uh, you, ASL. I mean, I think uh, AOL Instant Messenger for me was probably the <laughs> the real true first like social media type like 15 M Los Angeles. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't planning to talk about this, but uh, there was one time where me and my buddy were talking with, at the time we assumed were, were like, like uh, aged females yeah. in, in a nearby neighborhood uh, <laughs> that, that we actually went and met. And it was such an awkward situation where it was like, hey, we talked to you but, on AOL, and now <laughs> how, how's it going? Yeah, like, is. yeah, that was that was weird. A similar story. I, I, I met a girl online who lived in Illinois, and she was traveling with her family out to go to Hawaii. And this is before September 11th, so you can still like go out into a terminal and, and see people. Like actually walk them to the plane almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so they had a layover in uh, in Los Angeles. And so after all this time, me and her, we had talked for you know pretty much like two years. And uh, so I went up there, and I, I met her, and we like we hugged. And it was kind of weird. And then we actually we, we kissed real quick, and that was, that was weird. Like we didn't make out, but it was sure, like, right. it, like kiss on the lips. And so... I was like, "Wow, this is this is weird. <laughs> this is weird because like we were close, yeah, but we were close from a non-line standpoint. And sure, that I guess that hadn't really been um, 
that hadn't really been explored yet in in a lot of people's lives. I I had this girl that I dated for a little bit uh, that I met on AIM. Wow. And her parents, like, <laughs> were, were, like, the first time we, like, met in person yeah. were, like, watching to make sure I wasn't, like... <laughs> A fifty-year-old creep creeper or something, yeah. right? Um. Anyway, anyway, aim was a weird time. Nostalgia. Aim was weird. <laughs> uh. But I think even even instant messenger was more of like a chat function. Yeah. Than than so much of a, like a social network. Sure. For me, when I think about the first social network that I really was a part of, it's got to be MySpace. MySpace. My. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Tom, hooking us up. I think he's still on my my uh, top eight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, MySpace was. I mean, that was like an early two thousands type of thing. Probably real late nineties, maybe. But um, man, yeah, if it was late nineties, then I didn't know about it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't get into it probably till like two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, and it's. that was the first time where I really felt like there was a, a website that was designed around connecting with friends, sharing different things. Yeah. Um, I learned some of my first really basic HTML <laughs> because of MySpace and trying to like change the background on my page. Yeah. And God, you, you think about that early, like MySpace period and how annoying so many people's pages were. Yeah. Like, like you would go in and there'd be like gifts everywhere <laughs> and like three songs would start playing because they didn't know how to set up their stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah I, I, I know those days, <laughs> the dark ages of the internet as it were. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's why MySpace became the, um, the boonies, so to speak of the internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, I mean, MySpace stuck around for a while. I mean, it, and it tried to maintain sort of its supremacy as it was. It tried, um, failed. You, they expanded the top eight. You could, you could <laughs> add more people. Uh, I have so many more friends on here. For me, it was when like I would log into MySpace, and all I saw were like, it was like notes or messages or something. Yeah, and it was just people doing random like quiz things. Yeah. <sighs> After after a while, it's just like you know what I, I don't like Mafia Wars I and don't, stuff. Oh, Mafia Wars <laughs> was huge on MySpace. Yeah, um, and there was a period there for a while where Facebook was coming in on the scene. Yeah, and and Facebook was really huge, kind of like with the college communities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, specifically on a campus, there would be a lot of people connecting through Facebook with different people that went to the same school. Um, so for me, I kind of, I kind of checked out Facebook, uh, as sort of like, all right, is this thing like going to be the same as MySpace at the time? Yeah. I mean, Facebook, when I started using it, looked totally different than yeah, what it looked like. Yeah. Now. You know, I, I was going to say like when people were starting to migrate over to Facebook, I was really opposed to it because I was, because Facebook wasn't as intuitive. It was, it was kind of it was, it was you small. mean writing your own HTML to post an image on something was intuitive? For well, MySpace? I mean, I didn't do that. Okay, that's why my page didn't look like <laughs> crap. Fair enough. Um, but like moving to, to Facebook, 
there was a lot of stuff I was I had a hard time with it at first. Sure. I, I didn't. Know what how is to, a poke? Why do I poke things? <laughs> yeah. How does this work? Uh, but you know, everybody everybody migrated, so yeah, and I and was forced to. At the time, like that's when you had a Facebook wall, right? Oh, and yeah. and people still sometimes reference walls, which are pretty much dead on Facebook now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Facebook, it was interesting and and sort of you, and and we'll get into this as we keep talking, but. Social media platforms, um, I think they have a shelf life, and 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 I think we we're reaching sort of a, a point where MySpace was kind of all all of our moms were on MySpace or something, and it was just <laughs> yeah. like, all right, you know, maybe maybe we need to check out something else. Um, and I think especially uh, young people, people that are maybe in high school or early college years, um, where sort of your social circle is close to everything in your life. Yeah. Um, those, those drive, I think a lot of what is important in social media. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all part of that almost rebellion, you know? Sure. It, the, the rebellion of like, Oh, my parents and my grandparents are on Facebook and they're wondering why I haven't added them. Yeah. You know, why I, they can't see any more of my stuff. Brandon, why are you posting that silly crap? Like, <laughs> Grandma, come on. Why, why does your default picture look so crazy every week? <laughs> um, you know, so I think it's it's part of that, you know, that, that rebellion of like, you know, we want to find our own way of doing things, like Snapchat, you know, so to speak. Yeah, uh, Facebook has, has done a good job of evolving over time. They, they find a lot of things that work really well on other social media platforms and incorporate that in or or just buy that, that company out entirely and make it something of their own. Yeah. Um, Mafia Wars. They, hashtag Mafia Wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Facebook is huge, but it is not by any means the only game in town. No. It, you know, So a couple years back, I think... I think you can recall this this time frame. Google, they were like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna get into this game. <laughs> Google Plus. They've tried. They tried so many times. And I know so many people. I think you were part of that. I had. You were like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move away from Facebook entirely. Google Plus, straight up. I. It's it's the wave of the future. So Google wave <laughs> of the future. <laughs> well, well done, sir. Um. <laughs> I always get excited about new sort of things that Google comes out with, whether uh, it's Google Wave. I was I was a uh, evangelist for that for a long time. I Google uh, Wave is still awesome. I, Google Plus, I signed up for very early. Yeah, but I had no um, real investment. In that platform, and I and I I, th- I I got into it. I set up my circles. Yeah, you know, I thought Hangouts were really cool, and and Hangouts are really cool, and they, remain to they be they the are. only good thing to come out of Google Plus. Yeah, pretty much at all. Um, but realistically, I think it's hard. The thing about a social media platform is the whole app, the whole site requires that you get engagement from people yeah and if you don't have something new or interesting to offer people that that makes them want to use your service yeah it, it's it's doomed to fail right like if, if, if you don't have the people on there 
to be social with, yeah. then you can't have social media. So, so I think when I set up those circles and I kind of added people, a lot of adding people was like, we'll send an email to the people that you know, <laughs> hoping that they'll sign up for Google+. Yeah. Plus. You know, my main argument against Google Plus at the time, not that it wasn't a bad service, I actually I actually like it. But the problem was at that point in time, people had invested so much of their their photos, their video in Facebook, having to transfer that over, especially when we consider our parents and our grandparents mm-hmm. who they probably still want me to program their <laughs> their time on their VCR. Um, expecting them to be able to do that is, is, is asking too much, you know? So they're, they're not going to move. So then who, who are we going to have over on Google plus? Yeah. And, and and there are a lot of, there are a lot of corporations and different things that sort of bought into Google plus. I think I still get updates from the NBA every once in a while on on Google plus, which (laughs) I'm not checking. Kobe. Um, uh, another social media platform that I have been a big fan of from very early on. Uh, we mentioned it at the top of every show and that is Twitter. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, I think still it's confusing to some people as far as like what it is. Right. Because people think people think about Twitter as uh, social in the way that, Okay, I'm going to tweet what I had for breakfast. I'm getting getting in the shower. Hashtag blessed. You know, whatever. Like <laughs> hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, every every tweet I'm going to do now is going to have hashtag blessed on. That's it. a thing. Like that's <laughs> that's a thing people have put on there. Uh, um, I, just, I just took a I just took a huge dump. <laughs> um. <laughs> Twitter just got shot. Hashtag blessed. Let's <laughs> <laughs> finish recording with Brandon. Hashtag. Hashtag. Apathusiast. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, so I remember, and I, I mean, we, I think we worked together way back, way back when. We did work um, together way back when. But I, I, I tried to talk a lot of people into using Twitter very early on. And I really liked the idea of, um, the limitations on the amount of characters you could have sort of just this short burst out into the void. Like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm doing. One liners. Uh, yeah. And, and early on for me, Twitter was about, you know, sending stuff out and kind of getting stuff back from people that I knew and things like that. For me now, Twitter is, n- I mean, there's still a lot of people I know personally on Twitter that, you know, I follow and things like that. But I use Twitter now more for a way of tapping into communities and 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 sort of interests that um, that I care about. And for me, Twitter is more of a service that I I get information from yeah. more than like stuff I I put out there necessarily personally. Well, well, well. well good news. You are like my mom. Yay! You you are like a mid fifties woman. <laughs> That's that, congratulations. That, that's me to a T. Uh, my mom, she likes to go on Twitter, um, and what she goes on Twitter for, she goes on so she can 
observe the celebrities and see what the celebrities are up to. <laughs> You're right. Following them Kardashians. She, she, she taps into court TV. Oh, what's going on with this case? Oh, uh, did this woman kill her daughter? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Hashtag blessed. Oh, let's see what all my children are up to. Yeah. I, That's a soap opera. Did, it's no. not on the air anymore. It's it's off the air. And your mom has VHS copies of all. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's, let's just <laughs> moving on. Um, Twitter has done a lot of things for social media that I really think have been groundbreaking. Um, like, like what? Uh, I think the things like like hashtags which we see on Facebook now. That was that was a a Twitter development, which which really um, wasn't even developed by the company. So much as a way that users would would tag different tweets, okay, and then eventually Twitter was like, "All right, well, we'll incorporate this into the platform and make it something that that works within the system." Oh, um, and then those existed on Twitter for a long time, and then Facebook's like, "Oh, someone else is doing something cool. Okay, we'll do it too." Um, and now it's kind of just across the board that if you put the pound symbol in front of a word, yeah, it kind of turns it into a hyperlink for for a searchable topic. Um, you know, you know, Facebook is a lot like Blizzard <laughs> and World of Warcraft, right? Okay. So every, anytime somebody, a competitor comes out with like an interesting uh, or useful mechanic, Blizzard will say, that's a good mechanic. <laughs> we'll go ahead and incorporate that into our game and then just kind of like push these other competitors <laughs> yeah. aside. There uh, it is. They, they've it's done it. it. They've done it. Good job, Facebook, Blizzard. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so Twitter is, is interesting in the, in the fact that it is sort of this stream of information. Yeah. You, you typically don't go back, you know, several days, months, weeks, or years to see what people were tweeting about. It's very up to date. Yeah. It's, it's very current. Um, I think Facebook is the same in a lot of ways, but you still store albums of photos. You, you're kind of. Um, it's a way to go back and, and look and see, Oh, look, let me look at all these different pictures of people and things like that. Um, Twitter, Twitter's more about what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that's sort of the trend that's, that we're seeing in a lot more social media platforms that have, that have come out in the last few years. Um, one of those Instagram, um, I mean, Insta. I mean, that's in, instant in an instant instant gram. Um, Instagram. When, when, I, when I was in high school, we used to get like, like Valentine's grams <laughs> and like St. Patrick's grams, boo grams or yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. On, on Halloween. And you know what? I never got any. Oh. I was really every year, every year, all these people would get these, these grams and I would like be in class back. Maybe. Maybe this is my year. Maybe maybe this holiday is my holiday. <laughs> Never happened. No. Thanks a lot, Chelsea. Yeah. Did she didn't go to your high school, did she? Oh no, she didn't. Okay. We can't blame this on her. God. She should have. Maybe I would have gotten. She should have gone to your high school yeah. and bought you one of those darn yeah, grams. She should have. You know, God. As soon as I see her again, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna like point at her, squaw in the face, and say, <laughs> "You scold her." <laughs> You give me Certainly. a gram. You give me a boo you gram. Give me an insta, an Instagram. <laughs> right. um, anyway, so Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, this is this is a platform that that <laughs> almost doesn't care about what you have to say. 
it's more about the visual, right? Same, so it's, it's all, it's all pictures. Um, you, as of this week, there is an official apathetic enthusiasm Instagram that's out there. That, so if you're listening that, to this show, this is a direct plug. We have an Instagram. Go out, start following us. It's apathetic underscore enthusiasm, if I'm correct. Yes, that, that is correct. Um, yeah, and you know just what? Just because we stay on brand and have different titles <laughs> for all of our social platforms. Uh, you know what's... It's, so um, I don't think you've posted any pictures in our Instagram yet. I think I just posted like a copy of one of our show uh, photos. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's right. Um, for some reason, and that's my dog drinking water in the background. For some reason... so good. <laughs> For some reason, I'm I'm far better at taking pictures and posting them on the the apathetic enthusiasm <laughs> Instagram than I am actually engaging in any other way. In your actual Instagram, like your personal Instagram. Well, no, I, I don't have a personal. Ins- well, I I guess I do. Weird. So yeah, that, that's that's accurate. But like on Twitter, like I'm not good at Twitter tweeting. Tweeting. Um, but the Instagram stuff, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want to take a picture of this fire. I want to take a picture of this beer. I want to take a picture of me of the garage that you being cleaned up, uh, so. number forty seventh in the world uh, on a pro drum song in Rock Band Three. You know, these Hasht- are the things hashtag I hashtag blessed. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, so there social media. There's there's something for everyone, I guess. Yeah, you know, and it sure. it depends on who you are and and what you want. To, to show I think the for me the pictures it helps kind of give evidence to who I am okay and yeah. um, you know, beyond the just words which I don't always have you know sure yeah I uh, I've always been a little bit more of a visual person I think uh, you know I, I pursued graphic design and oh and did you a little i think we've mentioned that before huh um but i, I really i've heard of it okay <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah I, I i like instagram because um there's a lot of people doing really cool artistic stuff out there and and facebook and and even twitter do a do a pretty good job of um getting photos and, and stuff out in, fr- in front of you but mm-hmm especially on Facebook now, it's usually like really poorly developed images that <laughs> are, are usually have to do with someone's political stance or something like that, yeah. which, you know, sometimes I just want to see a nice photograph or a nice piece of art. Right. Yeah. So I think Instagram's great for that. Don't expect a lot of that off of our Instagram necessarily. Uh, <laughs> nice pictures. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe some it, nice that's pictures. That's kind of insulting that. Cause that, that, that fire picture I took is, is, Pretty beautiful. It, it warmed my heart, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Instagram's great, and and that's that's cool. Uh, I I joined this other social network recently. It's called Untapped. Have you heard of it? Uh, that's the beer one, right? It is. It is yeah. the beer one. U N T A P P D. Right. Untapped. Um, they have social media for everything. All right. So, well, I think it's way you took a dump. Um, <laughs> They have social media for everything. Which is weird because we're the only two people in this house right now. Uh, so I joined this one recently, and it's basically, you know, you have beer journals, wine journals, etc. Um, this is just an app on your phone that every time you drink a beer, like you're drinking now, 
and I poured in my glass earlier. This Goose Island I Goose IPA. You you check it in, and then not a o- sponsor. Other <laughs> other folks who are on this app, they they see it, and you can take a picture of it. You know, do fancy photos, whatever, and then they they toast you. Yeah. Same thing with the Facebook. You like the the post, etc. Um, so I'm doing that now, and and that's kind of cool. And yeah. Side note about the whole social media thing. Each of these disparate apps, they all post to Twitter and Facebook. By and large, yeah. You I know, mean, I think that's Instagram's uh, true for that. Like Instagram um, will like post to Facebook and Twitter, and then uh, Facebook and Twitter will then post to Untapped, and then Untapped will then <laughs> post back to. Im- <laughs> and then you get a vine about it and uh yeah. and, and then if you want to drink the beer live you can do that on periscope or right, right. or something like and that and then and then skynet blows us all up <laughs> pretty much <laughs> um what one last one last what one last uh one last. social media <laughs> uh platform that that is gaining a lot of steam especially with the youth is it steam it's it's not Steam, <laughs> um, okay. and that's the Snapchats. Oh yeah, and yes. not just for nudie pics anymore. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've been dabbling in Snapchat a little bit, right? Which is weird because I have almost no actual like followers or friends <laughs> on it. Uh, forever alone. Hashtag forever alone. Bless. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like Snapchat's really kind of captured that instantaneous aspect of social media where they're not interested in preserving data. They don't want to have anything that you can go back and kind of, you know, reflect on things. Yeah. Um, if I send a snap to you, you get to see it for the amount of seconds that I say screenshot, um, unless you take a screenshot, um, <laughs> Hashtag bless. which then I will be notified of, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but then there's these Snapchat stories, which for me, I think are kind of awesome. And as a, as a somewhat creative person, I think it's really cool to be able to capture like events throughout a day yeah. and compile this, this story about, you know, I mean, today I went for a tour at a, at a macadamia, nut macadamia factory. nut farm factory uh, uh, out here. It's not a factory. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, a farm factory. Which, by the way, if you're ever in Hawaii, go to Kualoa Ranch, the macadamia nut farm tour. It is by far my favorite. Not a sponsor. Really? Yeah, it's, do it's they, awesome. Do they make macadamia nuts there? You, they, they do. They sell them there. But then, like, you go on this tour, and they, like, uh, they like crack open coconuts and oh. like, make fire. And so it's a, it's a coconut factory. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> but, so, but I was taking... I'm so s- confused about... <laughs> This Kahula. Let, let's not get into the boat ride that you go on. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, that made me think of Charlie and Chocolate Factory for some reason. And I don't There's know. no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I was taking snaps throughout the day, right? Yeah, and and, and kind of building the story about you know going out with uh, my nieces and nephews and showing them all the stuff, and then we went you know out to the beach and to the pool and did mm-hmm. all the stuff. Sure. And now I have this cool little like story composite of videos and, and photos that kind of capture everything on Snapchat that will exist for 24 hours and then be gone. So by this, by the time this actually <laughs> airs, all of that information is, is, is deleted. Wow. 
What uh, a story! I know, isn't it amazing? <laughs> um, these are the these are the moments I want to I want to live for twenty four hours at the most, <laughs> and then get rid of. I mean, you could save them. You could save them to your device if you want. Um, but yeah, I, I just think I think that's really interesting that that's kind of gaining steam, and a lot of people aren't so much interested now in you know posting a picture to a timeline or or posting it to Facebook, but just being like, hey. Here's something I'm doing right now. Let me share it with this group of people. And then they see that and then it's gone. And and I, I, I kind of dig that. I think that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't, I don't understand the, 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 the appeal of it. I mean, if you're an established like artist and you have a lot of followers and you kind of want them to, they want to, you want to keep them on top of their game. They're like, all right. Here's a story real quick. If you don't catch it, it's gone. I can understand that. Sure. Yeah. But for like family members or friends who you want to, who not, not who you want to, but they want to experience your life, you know, like having it disappear after a set amount of time, I think is kind of, um, well, it, okay. Let's, let's look it, at it this way. Right. Yeah. We, we talk on Facebook messenger like constantly yeah <laughs> like um yeah we're, we're pretty much in communi- in yeah. communication most of the time yeah and we send each other a lot of pictures yeah and and sometimes some videos yeah um and that stuff sits in in the messenger feed and eventually probably gets deleted if you scroll up far no. enough or so it's it's there it's just still there forever um if you use snapchat i could send you snaps instead of sending you pictures in facebook messenger i could just send you something some goofy picture <laughs> you know whatever and then it exists there for a few seconds we have we have a laugh and then it's gone yeah and i don't like that because <laughs> if you send me a funny picture which you don't usually thanks <laughs> no but if you send me a funny picture right i don't i don't want to get rid of it <laughs> you i want to cherish I, it forever i want to have it there because at some point in in time, I'm going to have a thought that references another thought. And I'm like, where's that picture that Travis sent me? And I'm going to want to go back and, and find it. And then I'll be like, there it is. There it is. And then I'll have Send a laugh back. again. You know, right. if it's uh, in a snap, it disappears. And then gone. I'm like, it's well, now I have to friggin' Google that, <laughs> that stuff myself. Um, so we talk about all the social stuff. Uh, this is not just an arbitrary thing. This is something that we struggle with a little bit, uh, as hosts of a podcast. Um, this part right here where we're talking to each other and recording a podcast, this is kind of, this has kind of become the easy part for me. Uh, you know, we write up, we write up the script or whatever. We don't have a script. We have like an outline. Um, I said that line wrong. Hold on, let's, let me go back. We have we, we have we have them bones, <laughs> them bones that we write into a script. Um, and and we hang out. And we you know have have a, a couple cold ones, and uh, and and we have a conversation, and, and we produce a podcast, and it's great. It's the social aspect of 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 promoting the podcast that I think uh, can be a little bit challenging sometimes. Yeah, um, and, and I man I we're in that like podcast community and people are always like, Oh, I only have uh, 1500 subscribers this week. Like you shut your mouth, (laughs) shut your mouth, get on my level. All right. (laughs) Uh, 
like we we're thankful for the one for the listeners that we do have you know for sure um and it doesn't break a hundred i'll i'll tell you that you know and people who are they're not appreciative of like the thousand that they have you know you know f f you guys <laughs> you know um like it, it's it's difficult to try to 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 push forward and market ourselves to you know more people and uh so what i want to do is just say to the people out there who do listen to us you know you guys are you guys are awesome yes i highly appreciate it thank you for listening to us <laughs> without you ramble on about all this stuff. without you we we'd have nothing my wife would leave me. <laughs> she would leave me for Travis. And then she would get over to Travis and she'd be like, whoa, you're a part of that podcast too. And then she'd leave him. And meanwhile, his life, his wife is like, what the heck? What just happened? <laughs> you you record a podcast? What? Uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, social has been a good way for us to engage our audience. But it's been challenging. I don't always get the Facebook posts up every tuesday um sometimes you know life life finds a way <laughs> it's that's the line i was gonna use but i was like <laughs> it's not right for the situation by the way everybody travis watched jurassic world last uh, night okay that's it. yeah that happened last that, 15 minutes right and no it's good yeah that last 15 minutes uh today i went to that tour i went on is where they filmed scenes from that movie oh my god so, did you see the mosasaurus yeah it was there no. Oh. All of the CGI dinosaurs weren't there. I don't know why, but it was weird. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the thing I've learned through trying to promote a podcast yeah. is just how much of a business it is for a lot of people. Yeah. And and like we, we've done a few promoted posts and, and tried to get the word out about the show on Facebook and things like that. But it's really amazing how much Facebook studies everyone that uses it you know, keys into different demographics and allows you to target advertisements to a specific group of people. Yeah. And then spend however much you want (laughs) to reach however many people you're willing to spend money for. Yeah. Um, It's really kind of changed my view of social media in a lot of ways, because these are all businesses. These are all companies um, that all have to make money hopefully unless they're getting investment, you know, investors or whatever. Um, and yeah, so it's like, okay, Facebook is free for everyone because we're who they're selling to. Right. We have to scroll through tons of ads. (laughs) You have to scroll through the apathetic enthusiasm or apathetic enthusiasm advertisement. Um, if, if we decide to pay enough to get it out there. Um, so I, I I just think that's kind of, um, it's, it's changed the way I view Facebook when I, when I just am scrolling through and I see different things, I'm like, Oh, okay. So I wonder why I'm seeing this ad. Or I wonder yeah. why, I, you know, I'm seeing this different information. Someone is targeting me. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they want me, they, they, they want me to look at that ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're, and they're paying handsomely for it. So, um, which is why I guess I'm getting all these, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> advertisements. That's, makes sense i shouldn't have put my age as uh five <laughs> that's that's what the, that's outside of their their uh, terms and uh, anyway um what do you guys think about social media uh hit us up on all the social medias <laughs> um did we start a snapchat yet 
uh, for the show? No, I didn't. I, I started the, the Instagram. Yeah, that's, maybe we'll that, start a Snapchat. That's my thing. Most it, it won't get updated all the time because most of the days we're sitting at boring desk jobs. Um, but we'll we'll throw some stuff on on Snapchat maybe too. By all um, means, you know, hit us up wherever. You don't even have to ask us questions. Honestly, I have my cell phone on me all the damn time. <laughs> if you just if you're bored and you have a random ask question, just a, just ask me. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to the show right now realistically we appreciate the fact that you've gotten this far into this episode yeah and uh and really we, long episode <laughs> we would love to hear from you so uh you can do that through all the social media platforms or uh you know head over to itunes or any other uh pod catcher, catcher. way way that you listen to podcasts uh give us a review yeah. leave us leave us some stars uh we would really appreciate that um anything but, else you want to say we've I have we, no, we, I, we we did what we did a shot of tequila before this episode started. <laughs> I have nothing to say except that um, I sincerely appreciate each and every one of you guys who are listening, and uh, you know, please please continue to do so. What time? How? What is what is the timestamp on this episode right now? We are at like seventy hours. <laughs> That's my go to. That's my go to minute. We we should go back in time and start this over. <laughs> All right, guys. (laughs) I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.